This is On the Beat, On the Heart, 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. It's Mondays with the Mayor, Mayor Rod Robertson of Elkhart, joining us on The Beat. Hello, Mr. Mayor. How are you today? I am good. And you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, busy weekend of watching the Olympics at our house. We, uh, we we are big Olympics fans here. I think everyone has been watching these Olympics, which is absolutely, um, uh, it's great. We got a local kid um, uh, performing in the Olympics. I'm pretty excited about Annie Drews. And how well she's doing. She's an Elkhart kid, even though she went to Penn High School. I won't hold that against her. Right. <laughs> she and the rest of the volleyball team looked fantastic on Thursday. Absolutely. Came in and, and quite frankly, um, uh, didn't just uh, uh, do well, but put that team on her back. And I believe that uh, that she um, really engineered that, engineered it, helped it, did what she had to do. She just uh, from the left side was a beast. Yeah, she uh, she was amazing against a very tough team from Turkey that uh, I've been watching on and off in these Olympics. And I thought that uh, Turkey was on a tear and headed for an easy gold medal. And um, yeah, that was quite a match. Well, um, it's always it's always good to see someone from our community performing so well on a on a uh, on a world stage, quite frankly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's let's talk about uh, some stuff uh, closer to home here. A lot of the city council announcing uh, their support for a plan that would transfer the uh, Tolson Center to the nonprofit that was created to run it. What are your thoughts on uh, the future of the Tolson? Well, I am, uh, I'm extremely excited about the opportunity that we have working with um, partners in order to reimagine Tolson Center. Uh, not just Tolson Center, but the surrounding community as well. Uh, this has created uh, a whirlwind of discussion around uh, the neighborhood surrounding Tolson Center, uh, the adjacent Woodland Crossing area, which used to be the Pimeran Mall, which we have opportunity in the uh, the ability to connect workforce housing uh, in areas that uh, that could be uh, around Tulsa Center, the infill housing coordination as well. You know, I am extremely excited uh, about a seed investment which we're making into Tulsa and uh, and bringing an additional uh, uh, $5 million uh, to that seed investment that's coming from private uh, donor, donors and relationships. So uh, Tosin is going to look, uh, quite frankly, very different than what it looks now and be able to offer a plethora of programming uh, that would speak to not just that community, uh, but our city as a whole. And it's one of those situations, those rare situations that come along where Absolutely, everybody involved wins. Yes, um, the uh, you know you know what has I always find opportunity in unfortunate circumstances uh, if you're willing to lean in on it. And uh, and quite frankly, uh, there was a lot of acrimony when Tulsa closed. Uh, and um, and and since then, uh, partners have stepped up uh, to draw up a new strategic vision of it. Uh, partners continue to stay with us. Uh, as uh, they literally donated to that to that uh, to that strategy and vision. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we've uh, we've asked the uh, the council uh, to to step up as well 
and invest in where Tosin is going. And 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 uh, not just Tosin. And I keep saying this, and people have to understand that uh, um, some people said when we were headed down the road with the Aquatic Center that that uh, uh, it started at 50 million and it turned out to be 72 million at the end of the day uh, with 2 million uh, coming from the city, uh, that that was way too much. Well, um, look at the River District. Look at what has happened since then. There's an anchor, uh, the Aquatic Center is a perfect anchor uh, for that and other things to come as well that I'd like to talk about. Um, but um, but it anchors that neighborhood and there's a, a in one of their out parcels, uh, there, there's a three-story uh, building that's going up that's gonna have a restaurant and other office space in it as we speak. Uh, there, 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 there are plans for the uh, the south side of Jackson Street and either further, even further east on Jackson. And so, uh, and developers are ste- stepping up. New Martins is there. All of that began uh, with the Aquatic Center. So, think what can begin uh, if we if we put a seed into Tosin and how that can revitalize an entire neighborhood. And I am I, I am very interested, and not just interested. I'm leaning forward on how we do that, how we revitalize the rest of that community. I think it's extremely important for our entire city. There's so much growth going on in Elkhart and a lot of opportunities uh, all across the board. Uh, we spoke very briefly the last time we talked to you and I about uh, ready grants. What uh, what step are we at right now with the ready grants? Well, the the um, uh, the the South Bend Regional Part South Bend Elkhart Regional Partnership uh, has been engaged with uh, multiple different stakeholders in the process, and they are they are kind of the convener of our area's relationship to ready and uh, that is on uh, the bequest of regional cities which was really involved with the initial seed donation for the aquatic center and some of the other areas of hotel alcart that's coming i should call it hotel alcart it's going to be it'll have a different name but hopefully we can get that open pretty soon as well uh, but uh, transformative ideas came out of uh, regional cities and uh, South Bend Elkhart regional uh, partnership has been driving uh, the relationship with Ready and what we hope to be uh, a max of $50 million that could come through the Ready application. Uh, the initial uh, applications have been uh, submitted and I think there was about 170 some mod uh, that 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 had I, I believe a, a, a total of, of, of uh, 80 90 million or something in that range uh, and uh, it and now the pairing process is what was similar so an all call for application now we look at uh, what's similar and what groups can be work can work together in order to see the ultimate vision occur uh, and so maybe there's an opportunity to work uh, three, four different groups together in order to come up with a, a transformative idea that could be funded through this application. The, uh, the Indiana uh, Economic Development Corporation uh, will inevitably uh, determine what grants are uh, 
applicable to uh, the ready uh, ready funding opportunity. And so what we want to do is make sure that we hone our request to them in a manner that uh, allows us to be able to take advantage of the grant. So that process is ongoing. Uh, and there's a steering committee uh, along with uh, the regional partner, the uh, uh, regional cities and uh, the partnership uh, that are working to to uh, to position the ask so that we can uh, so that we can enjoy uh, what I hope to be um, uh, some additional dollars that would come into the city of Elkhart, the county of Elkhart, uh, and the area in general in order to create this transformative idea. So the city submitted uh, uh, three uh, applications uh, itself, uh, one around Tolson. Um, uh, to ensure that we uh, had enough funding to, com uh, to complete the project. Another one around Linquist Park um, and uh, another one around workforce housing and a, uh, and a neighborhood hub uh, community development corporation that we think uh, would help guide some of the processes uh, to, uh, to help deliver uh, hopefully somewhere in the neighborhood of a couple of hundred workforce housing units, which housing is a, a serious opportunity for our community as a well. whole. And that also, of course, creates jobs. Well, you know, uh, we have, uh, you know, if, uh, people banter about how many people we have that come into Elkhart to work and leave and go home. Uh, and I only believe that uh, if the occupational opportunity is one in which uh, they are developing a, a sense of, of, uh, uh, of, of stability with, why wouldn't they want to live in Elkhart? And so uh, we need to make sure that we're creating those opportunities. Our MSL listings are very low relative to a city our size. So we don't have much available um, um, and, uh, uh, housing and that's all throughout the spectrum. I'm talking about everything from low to moderate uh, to market rate uh, to, uh, to, to some of the uh, more affluent higher end uh, units uh, in, in the city of Elkhart is low on all regards. So when someone comes up with a housing project, we're looking at it in earnest, no matter where it is on the spectrum. Uh, so that we can increase uh, the the livability of our city in so many and 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 make sure that people are are becoming residents of our city so that they are vested in it and what our future will be. More with Mayor Rod Robertson coming up in a bit on the beat on thirteen forty a.m. and one zero one nine FM, the Heart. Now back to On the Beat, On the Heart, 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. Mondays with the Mayor, Mayor Rod Robertson joining us from Elkhart. And uh, now, uh, of course, uh, every community also has its challenges. Uh, I know on Wednesday uh, we had a shooting in uh, on, our, on Benham. And uh, it spotlights once again the importance of the community working with the police department and what we've been saying all along if you see something say something absolutely uh thank you so much for um uh for mentioning that it was it was at the um uh and it was off of benham uh actually chester and wagner uh, uh was the uh exact space uh but literally um wherever a shooting occurs 
the uh, the see something, say something mantra uh, exists and should always be a part of that discussion. But uh, I think what also should be uh, understanding is, or what we should understand is that um, a, a, a shooting uh, is an in a, it is obviously a, a blemish to our entire city, no matter where it happens. Agreed. And I think everyone believes that. Uh, and our messaging uh, to that imp- to that situation is how much does a shooting change lives? So how do we find alternatives to violence? Uh, and this isn't an anti-gun um, uh, mantra or anti-Second Amendment mantra. This is a when you do shoot, um, uh, that should only be in protection uh, of yourself and or I would hope uh, uh, somewhere uh, out um, uh, big game hunting or whatever you're, you do when you hunt. Uh, I, I, as a sporting event, we need to understand uh, that uh, there is, a, that we are an urban community and inside of that comes urban challenges. And some of those challenges we are proactively addressing, but on the other side of that piece, um, is a place where our community needs to understand that there are alternatives to violence. And this administration, as well as other stakeholders in the community, are moving towards how do we make sure that that's present and accounted for at all times so that folk can think about what they're doing and some of our our kids uh, and young adults uh, can move to an area where they could be more proactive in uh, being a part of our community in a different way, as opposed to feeling as though it's easier to pull the trigger than it is uh, not to. And that's uh, something we want to communicate at every step along the way. Absolutely. And kudos to the Elkhart Police Department for a lot of their outreach uh, efforts that have been going on lately, uh, especially lately, where they are uh, trying to uh, instill that mindset within the community and make the connections to uh, to make sure that trust is established between law enforcement and the community. Because if you don't have that, you've got nothing. Uh, Tommy, you, you're, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. And uh, our police chief, uh, Chris Snyder, uh, Chris Snyder, Chris Seymour is doing uh, a wonderful job along with his assistant, Chris Snyder. Uh, and what they're doing is they're they're working inside of the uh, not just inside of the community, but they're also uh, right, al- right in lockstep with our effort uh, to uh, to to assist this alternative to violence initiative uh, because uh, we want all of our police officers to come home to their families. We support them uh, in a very strong way. Uh, We understand uh, that the relationship between the community and the police department um, is absolutely essential as a community, but this effort with anti-gun violence um, is not in that that's separate from uh, what we're trying to do to bring the police department and the community together in a transparent and accountable way. The effort with police violence is one in which we have too many handguns in 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 the uh, in the hands of people who are willing to pull the trigger as opposed to uh, dealing with a conflict differently. Yeah. And that's uh, that's a community issue. 
Uh, that's a, and I'm talking about a community-wide issue. Right? Everything from our educational system uh, to our, the stakeholders that live inside of neighborhoods uh, to the city who uh, literally would need to make sure that we're building relationships like Tolson and others, and for for our community members to to uh, take part in constructive behavior. Uh, and so uh, that is a, a a police community conflict. And I think we need to separate the two issues in order for us to be able to find solutions that make sense on both regards. They are interconnected to a small degree, but the relationship that that speaks to a police officer understanding or knowing who the stakeholders in their community is and working with them in order to be be proactive against crime is something completely different than two kids walking uh, down a street and come right. in to right. beef with one another and then turn around and shoot e- and shoot at each other. Those pieces are something that we all need to parents, uh, uncles and aunts, grandparents. I don't care who it is. If you're a stakeholder, you inside of our community, you can be impacted by that. Come out and make sure that you are sending the right message to these kids and families. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, Mr. Mayor, what can we look forward to in Elkhart in the coming week? It's a busy summer. Well, this has been a very busy summer. Um, you know, we're, we're still not out of COVID. And that's, uh, unfortunately, we have about 40% of our community vaccinated. We need to get more people vaccinated. Let's quit warring against the vaccination and understand that uh, the people who are inside of our hospitals are unvaccinated. Uh, this is a opportunity for us to not just look, look, at the, we have to quit um, vict- uh, blaming uh, the vaccination or how we got here and look at the results of what's going on right now inside of our community relative to uh, the, the spread of these variants. And we can stop it by getting vaccinated. We can stop it by getting vaccinated, period. And so um, I'm hopeful that in the next week we'll get more people vaccinated. Uh, In addition to that, when we look at um, uh, our ability to, uh, well, uh, the next next week or two, uh, we will be uh, rolling out, uh, hopefully, um, a a plan relative to our uh, police department and uh, the building of new public safety facilities. Um, uh, We're working uh, to get that uh, to a space where we can make an an announcement soon. We're getting closer. Uh, When I came uh, into office, uh, we were were planning to build a facility for a certain amount out on the Bear property. Uh, My preference was not the Bear property because I wanted to make sure that we kept that as a as a, um, uh, a tax producing uh, entity uh, that is good, solid industrial corporate space. I didn't want to utilize it for a utility uh, that didn't pay taxes and, um, and, or, and create re- re- uh, revenue for the city. So what we did was uh, turn that around and now we're at a space where uh, I believe uh, we are able to do uh, not just build the facility, but also speak to our community in a way uh, that allows for uh, the the space to be utilized uh, to train, uh, to house, and to develop 
this relationship with uh, with our community in the appropriate way. So uh, let me not spend much time wetting your whistle on questions <laughs> because uh, uh, at this point uh, we can't make announcements, but I'm pretty excited about where we are right now. Sounds good. And of course, we'll, uh, we'll visit those as they uh, come to fruition uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, it's always a pleasure talking with you, sir, and uh, I hope you, uh, you have a very good week. And uh, I thank you for giving us some time again for uh, Mondays with the Mayor here on The Beat. Mayor Rod Robertson joining us from Elkhart. And uh, again, it's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much. Stay safe, stay safe, get vaccinated, and step up to the challenge that our community has. We will welcome that with open arms in this administration. And I just want you to know that, um, uh, uh, Tommy, I always appreciate the time I spend with you uh, and Heartbeat. I just want everybody to understand that challenging times, um, it, it, you, we, don't, we don't lead you through. We help together with getting, we get through this together with everyone. Uh, and then we all join hands and lead our community through. So this is about us working together to get through challenging times on the other side of COVID and uh, with, the, um, uh, with the growth and, and, the, and the way our community is being stimulated right now on all fronts. Uh, so it's a wonderful time to be a mayor. It's a wonderful time to be in this community. And I'm just, um, I'm just hopeful that we all see, see it that way. Like the song says, united we stand, divided we fall. Bingo. All right. Mayor Robertson, thank you again. And uh, we will talk to you uh, soon here on The Beat on 1340 AM and 1019 FM, The Heart. Podcasts by Federated Media.